Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the podcast Three Sides with me, Aaron McLeod, where we will talk about all things that fall under the umbrellas of high performance, passion, and equality. Welcome to today's episode. Before we get started, we just have a quick word from our sponsor. Feels pretty cool to say that. If you are into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win your money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Now moving on to the episode. Today I'm really excited to share this next podcast with all of you. I got to sit down with my partner, Gunhilder Irsjonsdotter. She will pronounce her name in the episode, how you should actually say it instead of the way that I butcher it every time. It was really cool to sit down with her because first of all her answer she's just an inspiring human being with a heart of gold and I just feel so very lucky to be walking alongside her uh in life and uh to talk a little bit about her incredible career thus far. Uh she is obviously Icelandic. She has 80 caps for her national team and is also the captain of the Icelandic national team. She has played in multiple countries around the world. Iceland obviously, Norway, Australia, and the US. She went to Pepperdine for a quick stint, uh but other than that did her whole education in Iceland. She was the very first person to ever score for the Utah Royals in March of 2018. And I have to admit I'm pretty happy got traded to Orlando Pride this season where she has played multiple positions all over the field, gets between 11 and 13 kilometers of running distance, I think a game. She has seven siblings, if you can imagine, and we'll dive into all of these things a little bit about her mindset and how one of her injuries helped her really change her outlook on her career and how she approached the game we have a few questions from the audience of course for the lovers out there there's there's a little bit of romance in this one a little bit of how we met and how we continue to connect and uh, i really just hope you enjoy this one as much as i enjoyed recording it Can you please say how to properly say your name into the microphone? Gunnhildur Irsa Jónsdóttir. Okay, very nice. Um <laughs> thank you. Well done. <laughs> wow, you're so good at that. Um okay, can you explain a little bit about your last name because it's very unique to well, Scandinavia but mostly Iceland. Um yeah, my last name is Jónsdóttir. My dad's name, my dad's name is Jón and I'm his daughter, which means John's daughter. I'm the daughter of John. So my brothers, their last name is Jonsson, which means right. Johnson, because they're the son of John, pretty much. Yes, yeah, nice. so it's simple. Um, so our phone books are in after first names, and right. teachers and doctors, you call by the first name. Okay, so it's kind of hard to track people. We're only 330,000. It's not very hard. It's not that tough. Okay. No. We you have a cousin who knows a friend of a friend that Is it is it true that you have a website that like tells you how related you are to everyone? It's a family tree. Yeah. It's a family tree. Okay. Yeah. Just it's a uh, just 
yeah, just how yeah connected you're actually kind of like at what point do you relate to each other almost yeah. okay Oh, that's nice. Um, okay, so can you first of all say uh, lo- I love you into the microphone in Icelandic? That's nice. I love you too. Okay, so one movie that's really popular. First of all, can you explain what Eurovision is? Because I know the movie's come out recently with Will Ferrell. We all love it. But like Eurovision is very much a European thing for obvious reasons. But like, what is it exactly? It's a song contest. So each country sends one act to this competition um, and there are two nights that are like um, semi-finals and then there is a finals night and each country votes like yeah. after everyone sings and performs each country votes from one up to 12 points so we will give a country one point two points three points and then 10 and 12 points okay. so 12 points so at the end of the competition whoever has the most points from all the European countries wins Okay. And they will host the next Eurovision. So technically, Iceland really doesn't want to win because we can't really host a Eurovision. So like, we don't really want to win. That's why we oh, haven't that, won yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to ask if you've won, but no, you've, you've chosen before. not to win. Yeah. It's Consistently. It's a choice, yeah. It's a choice. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the movie Eurovision. Uh, true or false, your favorite song is Yaya Ding Dong. Of course. Of it course. is, it is. And I was surprised to hear it on the radio. Do you think that was like... A one a one off, or do you no, think they I, I played think, consistently on the radio? I think it was played consistently, so no, it wasn't a one off. But I think it's more of a comedy song, if that makes a sense. A comedy too. song, yeah. So can you um, in the Eurovision movie? Um, there's accents. I think they kind of butcher the accent. You don't have an accent, and we'll get into that. Um, but can you give me an example of like what most Icelandic people sound like when they speak English? Okay, I will try. Well, when we go to the store, we are like very crazy for candy because we love candy so, so much. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, that's what it's supposed to sound like. <laughs> um, okay, and one more thing about your origin. Sorry, I got to bring it up. Elves. What's the deal with elves? This is something in Iceland. Um, there are actually little elf homes yeah. that you can find. So what? what is the... It's a part of our saga, like our folk saga. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like many of us believe that there's elves up in our mountains, but uh, what percentage of the population do you think believes that there are elves? I don't know. I don't want to offend anyone, you know. But oh, okay. Probably not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So back to your accent. You don't have an accent because uh, tell us a little bit your, about your upbringing. Um, yeah, I lived in Iceland until third grade. And yeah. My mom went um, and specialized in pediatric neurology here in the states. So I lived there for six years, from third to eighth grade, and yeah. then I lived in Iceland for the rest. And I somehow kept my accent. Don't know how that happened, but it did. Okay. I'm lucky because now I'm here and I can speak the language, so I'm lucky on that part. But yeah, so I lived two years in West Hartford, Connecticut, and then four years in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania. Okay, and I think you're being humble about your English. We play Scrabble and Bananagrams and, I don't know, all English games you you win when we play. Um, is it my competitiveness or is it my English speaking ability? I think it's more my competitiveness. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're, you're one of how many people in your family? I'm one out of eight siblings. Okay. Yeah. And what is, I know you guys all play 
Yahtzee as a family, who's mm. generally the winner of that. Me. And my mom's going to call me a liar on that because she <laughs> thinks she wins every time, but I think she loses every time. Um, Alva comes in strong. You know, she's lucky on the Yahtzee. She gets a lot of Yahtzee. Oh, she's lucky. Yeah. yeah. So um, you have, uh, obviously, a lot of siblings. I was asked this by, you can guess who asked me this question. Who is your favorite sibling? Um, you probably got it asked by all my sisters, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. It was um, thought in. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been any of them. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, I can't pick. I just love my you family so much. No. We all bring a different element to the family. So. You you are all very, very unique. Um, what role would you say that you play? You know, are you the, sh- the shy one? Are you the uh, disciplined one? Or I what's your role in the I would in the say fam? I'm the oldest. Um, are you the oldest? Out of the girls, yeah. Oh, okay. The oldest girl, sorry. Okay, okay, I'm okay. the oldest girl. Um, but I would say I bring, like, the competitiveness. Yeah. I make fun of everyone, so I show my love with humor. Oh. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I th- well, we're all together. I just love hanging out. Um, yeah, I bring a lot of, like... I would say energy, even yeah. though we're all very energetic. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what I bring to the table. Yeah, I think when um, one of our friends set us up, that's the number one thing they said about you. What? Good vibes. Good vibes? Good vibes. Yeah, good vibes. Yeah. yeah, I don't, yeah I don't know who would say that, but... Oh, okay. All right, so I, just so everyone knows, I started recording this earlier yesterday and then lost half the recording, so... The good news is I get to rethink some of my questions. Amazing. Yeah, I know you're happy about that. So can you tell me uh, the top three things that you enjoy doing in Iceland? This is a question we got from a lot of our listeners. Um, Yeah, besides hanging out with my family and friends, I would say the swimming pools there. Yeah. I love going to to the pools. It's just, it's one of the things I miss the most. I would say... The fish and the food in Iceland is just... It's out of this world. Yeah. And then just the nature and being outside. It's just like a different yeah. air you breathe in than I've ever had. It's just... And the water and... Yeah. Yeah, just everything is, I feel is just so free. Yeah, that's true. And what I didn't know before visiting is that it sits on two tectonic plates. So it, the, the land, the... Um, even the volcanoes, like everything is just pretty amazing. And there is a volcano currently still erupting every day. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And your whole family has, has seen that in person. Yes, except for me. Talking about the swimming pools, what is what is so unique about Iceland and your your pools? And uh, there's a really good show with Zac Efron. Yeah. Down what to is, Earth. Down to Earth. There's an yeah. episode on Iceland that's really good, I recommend. But w- what is it that's so cool about Iceland? I don't know. I think we just... Are you talking about the pools then, or just anything? Yeah, well, we the have hot geothermal water, yeah. um, energy and water, and so it all comes from the ground, which is amazing. But the pool thing is just yeah, we grew up with these pools. There, every neighborhood or community has a pool um, with a hot tub, sauna, or steam room, and it's just mm-hmm. a social thing. Just going when it's cold, or yeah, yeah, or when the sun's out to get a little tanner, you know. Just Would you say it's often cold in Iceland? Yes. But I think there's like a misconception about Iceland that it, 
it's way colder than it is. It's not that it's so freezing, it's just so windy. Windy, the wind will get you. No, it's definitely not probably as cold as people would assume. Yeah. Uh, but then yet again, it doesn't get really hot, so. Okay, and you, you do have wind warnings. Yes, we do. We do have wind warnings, but they're green, yellow, and red. Orange, maybe, but you know. Yeah. It doesn't really bother us who are used to the wind. Yeah, we're used to it. Okay. So this is from Wikipedia, I read this about you, that you met this Icelandic international Margaret Ranovic Olofsdottir, mm -hmm. I said that wrong for sure, yeah. in 2001, and she's playing for a WUSA team called the Philadelphia Charge, and she offered you tickets, and then you fell in love with football. Is that, did you write that on Wikipedia no. yourself? Is that true? Actually, is that how no you fell in love with the wrote that. Okay. Um, no, but they're... It's half true. I did go to a game. I was living in Philadelphia, and I met her after the game, and she did give me tickets, and I just remember how special that was that um, she gave me time when I was just like this little girl. And also just seeing that there is a possibility for girls to play, play professionally, so it kind of like changed my, my future in what I was kind of trying to achieve. But right. no, I really loved the game before that, but I absolutely... It changed my future of thinking right. that I wanted to be a football player. And I think that's kind of cool now because how, how many Icelandic players are in the league? In this league? Yeah. Um, one other one in Houston. Right. So you, I can imagine, would be that for many, many people back home. Well, if it's just one, that's good enough for me. If I can impact one girl, that's, that's all that matters. Um, but as I said... Um, that's one of the reasons why I do this, is to be a good role model for the younger generation and fight for this game to get better and better for young girls so they have the opportunity to grow. And yeah, if they dream to be a soccer player, that there's an opportunity for them to do that. Amazing. One thing I really uh, love and admire about you is, um, yeah, just your, I think your self-confidence and um, your you have self-compassion, and um, what would you say your three favorite things about yourself are? I would say I'm caring about the people around me. I yes. really care about my family and friends. Um, hardworking and determined, I would put in the same category. And then I just, I'm really all about being kind. I feel like yes. being kind is very important. And yeah, if you are kind to someone, they could have a way more impact. There's no need to not be kind. It's something you yeah. can control. A total choice. Uh, agree. Yeah. Speaking of which, I didn't get to this with the quick answers. In your family, or just in general, who has been um, your role model? Um, I would say... Or my, have you had any? Sorry. Yeah, I would say my grandparents and parents. They just show me that you can do whatever if you put your mind to it. That hard work pays off. And just believe. Um, strive for greatness. I have a lot of also strong females in my family that yeah, kind of just showed me that I can do whatever I put my mind to. And they've shown a lot of strength. And I couldn't ask for better people in my life. Yeah, so I would say that. Now, most people don't know this about you. Everyone knows this about me, that I've done my ACL three times because I think it makes me look tough. But you're a lot more humble than I am. Um, which one of your three ACLs do you think was the most challenging? Well, they were all very different. My first one, I was young. I didn't really know what an ACL 
surgery or anything was. I just tore my ACL. It hurt. It was probably my worst ACL tear because I tore everything in my um, knee. But like all your ligaments, you tore. Yeah. No, I tore my ACL. My MCL got hurt. My meniscus got hurt. Okay. Okay. And some cartilage damage. So it was yeah. So it kind of hurt the knee the most there. Mm-hmm. But I was young. I was didn't know the hard work behind it, and I didn't really realize that maybe when things happen like this you have to put a little extra work into it so that one I was I was young um, I did what I was told and that was about it um, I didn't realize that like sleep and what you eat and, and your thoughts and your mental uh, health and all that had a big factor in that so I was just doing what the doctors told me um, I had my surgery in the end of April and I played a game September Wow. So um, probably the reason why I tore it again, um, the same knee a year later. Um, and that took a longer time. Mm, so, And then my third one, I was my first year abroad playing, playing professionally in Norway. And it was hard because it was my first year abroad. And I decided, I kind of thought, should I stay here and rehab or just go home and give up on this dream? Or not give up, but like maybe see how I am after and maybe retry or just go home and be with my family but I decided for some reason to stay in Norway um, and do my rehab there and it was hard because I was alone um, not with my family didn't know many people Um, but yeah I had this realization in life that you kind of can't control everything but you can control your attitude and work ethics and that's like kind of where everything changed for me where yeah, I saw this quote. It's the um, serenity quote. And it's kind of just talking about, like, control the things you can and just kind of yeah, find the calmness to let go of the things you can't control. And I couldn't control that I tore my ACL, but I could control how hard I work and how fit I would be to get back. And that was a kind of turning point in my career. Um, because after, was it before that you were already getting caps with Iceland? or I wouldn't say much, no. I, had, I was, like, in and around the team, but I was really solid bench warmer and yeah. in the stands. We've yeah. all been there. Yeah, I it's think okay. I had maybe eight caps at that point. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, I was a late bloomer. Um, I wasn't always maybe the fe- best football player, but I always worked really hard. Um, but after that, I went abroad and went through my ACL surgery. Yeah, it kind of changed my attitude towards football. Right. And yeah, just you kind of have to just enjoy it while you can and not get wrapped around things that you can't control. And it's hard, of course it is, but sometimes when I get, catch myself even to the day, um, I just, yeah, thinking about something or getting negative, I just say, is there something I can do about it? If the answer is no, then just let it go. Just things turn out the way they're supposed to at the end. Um, and then if I feel I'm getting negative about something and I can control it, I change my attitude towards it. For me, it's it's as simple as that. I know it's maybe not as simple for everyone else, <laughs> and I realize that. But um, uh, uh, including your partner, yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do you like? That's pretty like that's really good self awareness, and that's like one of the podcasts coming up. We talk about awareness. Rachel, Dr. Rachel Limbell yeah. and I talk about awareness, and like when you were going through this realization, did you start? like recognizing your thoughts and recognizing they were negative or working against you or because like 
when we talk about you know the mental space you just seem pretty like clear and I don't know if you've just done a lot of work in this area or no I'm like being abroad and and stuff I spend a lot of time alone and you just kind of figure yourself out on the way it's always a journey and I'm still learning about myself and learning about life and I'm growing every day but I just believe that things turn out the way they're supposed to and we go through hard times for the good times you know if life yeah. doesn't have their struggle there are no ups and downs and we kind of live a life that's just kind of boring I would say you yeah. know and for the hard times you also appreciate the good times and you don't yeah, take things for granted and and I'm always if I'm going through a hard time I just think to myself what's the worst that can happen what's yeah. And if failure is the worst, we'll be fine. Like, we get over it. It'll be hard for a week, too. Yeah. But we move on. We fail all the time if we get hurt. You just decide, okay, I'm going to work my butt off. And, you know, of course, I'm not going around with, through my ACL smiling and giving everyone high fives. Yeah, you know, I yeah, did course. have those days where I struggled and was like, is this worth it? But then, yeah, you just... For me, it's just it's a choice. You decide... Your attitude, like, I get angry all the time. I get mad and I get frustrated and catch myself maybe putting too much energy into those emotions. Um, I think it's okay to be angry or frustrated or mad. And it's a part of the game. And it's why I love it, because it's full of emotions. But at the end of the day, just don't let them overcome the bigger picture. Like, let yourself feel, but don't do anything don't act out on those emotions. Right. Or don't dwell on them. Don't dwell on them. And it's good to be angry. It means that you care and frustrated. It means that you care about the game. Yeah. But if I'm going to let those emotions take over, I'm never going to enjoy the game. So it's just right. learning how to let you feel, but not let it take over or act on things or overwhelm you. It's just, it's okay to be angry, it's okay to be frustrated, but you don't need to give attention to those feelings. Right, nice. Um, high emotional intelligence, I would say. <laughs> I, I don't know, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> also, it doesn't deal with compliments well. Um, okay, I gotta mix it up a little bit. So I'm gonna go for some quick answers. All right. Them are, this is the most random list, so just bear with me. So, bikini or one piece? Bikini. Sauna or steam room? Oh, I knew this would get you. I knew this would get you. I'm gonna have to say steam room. Steam room? Yeah. Okay, wow. Dog or cat? Dog. Obviously. Sauna, actually. It depends. Steam room <laughs> in Iceland and sauna elsewhere. There we go. Okay, okay, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Almond milk or soy milk? Almond milk. Almond milk, okay. If though, out, it would be oat milk. Okay, if you had to choose yeah. uh, non-dairy a milk substitute. Milk. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so in Iceland, there's a lot of really great things. You talk about, I thought that you were a fish snob until I tried the fish in Iceland, and you're correct. They also are infamous for their pick and mix or candy. Oh, yeah. Um, it's amazingly fresh. It's North America, can't compete, I think that's fair to say. If you had to choose, pick and mix or Icelandic fish? Icelandic fish. Wow. Yeah. 
the Swedes have really good pick and mix too, so I can okay, go there so for the pick go. and mix. Yeah, <laughs> I like what you did there. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is one food you could never give up? Oh, one food I could never give up. That's a hard one. I would probably have to say sourdough bread. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's another big thing in Iceland. Yeah. Okay, wow, that was pretty easy. What about a uh, favorite drink, alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Well, first and foremost, water. I love water. Okay. And then... True athlete. You know, <laughs> I don't like to admit this, but Pepsi Max. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that really get me. Yeah, yeah, most people don't know that's like a very Icelandic... Everyone in Iceland drinks Pepsi Max. Yeah, it's very, I think, Nordic okay. country, Pepsi Max. Al- alcoholic beverage? Red wine. Red wine, yes. Yes, nice. A type of red wine? Um, no, I like to explore. Okay. What TV show? Friends. Friends, right, of course. Uh, what about movie? But right after Friends is Schitt's Creek. Right after Friends is Schitt's Creek. Yeah. Yes. It's a great Canadian show. It that? really is. So Those great. Canadians are okay. They people. really, yeah, they are. What about, uh, sorry, movie? My favorite movie would have to be really a movie person, to right. be honest. Do you say I used that? To would you love say, Love and Basketball? Oh, that's a classic. Yeah. yeah. Do, would you say that? Uh, what percentage would you say you fall asleep in movies? Ninety-seven percent. Ninety-seven percent. Unless it's a documentary. Okay. So, uh, what type of documentary is your favorite? I like um, like true stories about people. So, yeah. Like about their life or true crime. I true really like. Crime. Right. Uh, what would you so? <laughs> when it comes to true crime, uh, murder mysteries. You listen to that on a podcast as often as you possibly can? Yes, or? a lot of them before yeah. I go to sleep, if I can't sleep. Um, yeah. yeah, what do you think? What do you think um, is like helpful to put you back to sleep when you're listening to the murder podcast? What part of it calms you? I think it's the, the music. It's, it's the music. Or when they go into the deep voice. Okay. Like, oh, the yeah. frightening deep voice. No, it's just, you know, I don't know what it is. Yeah, just. But maybe can you tell me a little bit who your aunt is? Maybe it's like a family trait. Oh, she's a um, like a crime spooky author in okay. Iceland and one of the best authors one, in the world. Yeah, one. Of the, yeah, for sure. And, oh, but my aunt. Yeah, right. She used to write children books and okay. now um, writes crime. And then she's also starting now like um, youth books. A lot of questions when I put it out there that I was going to interview, there was a lot of questions obviously about Iceland, and uh, but there was also a lot of questions about us. So my first question for you is, is what is your love language and when it comes to giving and receiving love? Um, my love language would definitely be quality time and physical touch. Okay. I love to spend time with my, my loved ones, my favorite thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll tell your partner. Um, when did you start flirting with uh, your current partner? When did that? Well, when did I start? I would think, when did she start? All right, all right, all right. So the question was, the real question was, how did we meet? How did this okay. love blossom? Yeah. My One of my best friends is Desiree Scott, the one and only Miss Desiree, the destroyer Scott. World um, champion. Yeah. World champion, gold medalist, Winnipegger. Um, and yeah, she had been playing with you, and somehow you came in the talks at our dinner table. And I said, Oh, there's something about her. She seems, yeah, like good vibes. And I don't know her at all, but yeah, she seems, she seems cool. 
And then she got a light bulb and went to camp without me knowing and, yeah, stirred the pot a little bit. And oh, then, stirred the pot. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I guess put some feels out there, feelers or whatever you call them. And a couple weeks later, there's a DM in my Instagram from a special your, someone. She slid into your DMs. She did. She did. What did she say to you? Nice worm. <laughs> you want, do you want to explain that? Yeah, me and Desi were doing a victory dance, and I was doing the worm, and I guess my partner really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good worm. It, it was, was a, good. It's, yeah. I would give it maybe a C. A C? A wow. C worm, yeah. Okay. But then what did you respond? I said, I heard you are not so bad yourself at doing the worm. Something like that. Something along the same level yeah. of smoothness. Yeah. Back and forth. Desi helped me with that. Did she? Yes, wow. with that response. Took you a while to compose the... I really did. <laughs> okay, so we're both going to go. Okay. And you are going to tell me um, what you appreciate about me as your partner, and, and I'm going to tell you what I appreciate about you as your partner. Okay. And then I get to go first. Oh, you get to go first. Okay. I do. Sorry, I know I switched it up. <laughs> The things that I love about you, there's a long list, but um, you have a really big heart. You're very patient with me. I know I can be a lot, as we have heard. You're, um, you're good at like simplifying things, and I'm very good at complicating things. So um, you're calm and patient, and I've never had anyone love me exactly for who I am. Um, and that's liberating and makes me want to just... Um, you know, give it back to you, love you as much as possible. You're always like taking courses, you're always learning, you're always kind of like pushing yourself. Uh, I've had the pleasure of witnessing you in games and the lengths you push yourself physically, uh, emotionally, like in your mind, it's, um, it's very inspiring. Uh, so I just feel really lucky that I get to witness that. And your humility is, you don't even know how to take a compliment, you squirm in your seat. And, um, that's one of my favorite things. You are beautiful on the outside, but also just like who you are. And it's just, I've had the pleasure of getting to know your family better. It's in your genes. You're just giving wonderful human beings. So that's mine. Okay, your turn. Thank you for those kind words. <laughs> um, yeah. She's so, bright red. Just, I know you can't see this, but. Um, yeah. Now I'm going to describe you. Where to start? Um, I'll try to keep this short. I can go on for days about the good things about you. But the things I like about Erin, um, she's so caring. Um, she cares about all the people around her. I've never met a person who is so caring. Um, she wants to make the world better um, and the people around her better, um, which I think is a very selfless thing. Um, she loves her family more than anything. And I'm a big family person, so that's one thing that really got me. Um, she's also just always trying to improve herself. Um, she is taking classes, making the mindful project. Um, always, as I said, just trying to make the world better one day at a time. And is so driven at it. Um, and for me, those are the reasons why I take um, classes or I'm trying to do art because I want to better myself. Um, I also think she brings out the best in me. Um, 
you know, we're always growing, and I think the people around us are either going to bring us down or or help us be the best versions of ourselves. And Aaron definitely makes me the best version of myself. Um, she pushes me to be better, uh, pushes me to grow, challenges me every day. Um, also, she sings like an angel. She <laughs> makes me laugh. Um, she yeah. likes food, good food like mm -hmm. me. Um, we have a lot of the same hobbies like music and yeah, I couldn't have picked a better person to spend my days with. She just makes every moment better, whether we're just watching TV or, or going to the Bahamas. Um, she makes, What? When are we going to the Bahamas? Oh, uh, Jamaica, I oh, meant. Yes. Um, yeah, so yeah, just find a partner that makes every day worth it and yeah. Romantic. Do you practice mindfulness? No. Um, I wouldn't say I practice it because maybe it's a more part of my life because I do yoga and I go floating and I listen to music and I listen to podcasts and all those things make me present and make me just be in the moment. And for me, maybe that's mindfulness, but for me, it's not practicing it. It's just like a me. state of being. State of being, yeah. So I get. Like, I don't specifically practice mindfulness, but I think maybe the things I do would count as mindfulness to others. But yeah. it's just the way I live my life. I love it. Um, yeah, so we kind of, you touched upon like taking courses. What courses are you taking? What were your studies? What did you take in university? Um, and yeah. Um, I took sports science in university and I've taken performance. Um, coach extra, um, course I'm now taking corrective exercise so to correct people's movements um, because a lot of movement um, ends in injury so to prevent that um, also I've been taking a nutrition course massage courses um, for me I want to be a strength and conditioning coach um, so I'm just trying to use my my time when I'm not on the soccer field to yeah, educate myself so I can be the best in that profession. And also, I want to work with kids with autism um, and give them the opportunity to grow in sports. So I've taken courses in about autism and child psychology and things like that. Um, because for me, I think everyone should have the the right to do sports. And I think it's... Yeah, so I want to be a part of that to grow... Um, yeah, the sport for them and, and let them enjoy the same, I would say, privileges as other kids get to do. Yeah. Um, okay, this is a less serious uh, question. Who is your favorite Canadian? This was asked by none other than Desiree Scott. Uh, well, that's a very hard question. That's a tough one. Um, yeah. It really is, actually. But there's a story to this. Okay. Um, of course. Just remember, I'm sitting right. I now. love my partner very yes, much. Yes, a lot. Yeah. But uh -huh. Desi is my best friend, and mm -hmm. she is the one who introduced me to you, which kind of means if I never met her, I would have never met you. And I believe actually that's the truth. That if she wouldn't have um, stirred the pot and kind of gone to camp and said those things, that we probably would have never met. So. Because of that, and for the great human she is, yeah. um, I'm going to have to pick Desi, yeah, or else she wouldn't be in my life. Okay. She's number one. Yeah. 
Okay, that's fine. Um, okay, here's another one. Um, coming out story. What, someone was asking, what is your coming out story? And I like this. I love this about you. Um, no, never came out and I'm never going to. I myself believe that I'm not... There's no reason to come out because I'm just me. I don't know what I would be coming out as if I would just come out as Gunny because I don't label myself. I love the person who I'm with, um, whether what gender the person is. Um, and to me, I just believe in the world where I hope one day that people don't have to come out, um, that society doesn't need to know who you're with, just that you're happy. Um, so, But I actually think coming out stories are very important nowadays because I think it's important for people who want to share their stories because um, I think it will help other people who are maybe going through the same thing but um, don't have the strength or maybe the network or support um, yeah, network around them to do it, but maybe if they hear those stories of people coming out as per se, that they'll have the strength to yeah. be able to live their authentic self, and to me that's very important. So I think it is very important for people to, I want to say quote-unquote, come out, but I hope one day that that is not needed because it is just, it is, it is, yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is, and... I don't like to say norm of the society, but um, unfortunately society has made these labels, so hopefully one day society will take them back. Oh, I like that, society taking them back. Um, okay, to finish, can you please say uh, thanks for joining us today and have a good rest of your day in Icelandic. Slow, though, so everyone can really get it all. Thank you for joining us, and have a there it is. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Three Sides with Erin McLeod. If you are interested in hearing about a certain topic, let me know. You can email me directly at themotivenation1 at gmail.com. Thank you for your presence and for listening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.